Welcome back to the Mindful Student Podcast. In today's episode, we talk about Shannon's recent experience with emotional and physical burnout. As many students experience burnout at university, characterised by complete mental and or physical exhaustion, we think this episode could be really beneficial as we openly talk about what to do when you notice you're en route to burnout. We also end by sharing some tips on how to recover if you've experienced burnout. So we really hope you enjoy this episode. Okay, so do you want to tell me about, yeah, what's been happening in your life? (laughs) (laughs) So this is like the first time me and Emma are catching up since, well, properly like on a recording since me coming to Bali. So in case you guys don't know, I'm on a post-uni travel year and I am currently in Bali in Ubud. So for the first three weeks, it was genuinely the best three weeks of my life. I was attracting hundreds of amazing people into my life. I was having so many opportunities that I've never experienced before and I was doing quite a lot of inner and healing work, which is what I really wanted to do coming travelling. But then one day I woke up and I had this thought, wouldn't it be nice to spend the day in bed? And then immediately after that, my next thought was bullshit, just go to a slow yoga class. So I carried on pushing through the day and in the afternoon I felt really dizzy so I had to come back to my hotel and I actually collapsed and then when I woke up I had a team of doctors all surrounding my hotel bed because the hotel manager had called a doctor and I got tied up to a drip and I was told that I had a bacteria infection and in order to recover I was prescribed a lot of medication so for the next five days I was mainly bed bound and once I came off the antibiotics It just felt like I had a massive dip in my energy and I just didn't feel myself. And quite a lot of people that I've met here in Bali have spoken about going on this silent retreat and it being really life-changing. So I thought to myself, that's what I need to do. I should go on this silent retreat and that's the way that I can top up my energy and come back to myself again post-illness. So I drove two hours and I arrived at this silent retreat and the minute I got there I realised I was a little bit out of my depth because there was no technology there. You had to put your phone and your laptop and everything in a box. There was no air conditioning, it was in the middle of nowhere And to be honest, when I first arrived, I was a little bit pissed off because you can't even rant to anyone because it's a silent retreat. So you have to keep everything to yourself. So I was walking around this retreat and I remember just seeing this guy meditating on this hill and he looked really peaceful. And all I thought to myself was he's quite fit. And then I carried on exploring the retreat. And then the next day I woke up And I had a change of mindset and I decided to embrace the retreat for what it was. I woke up at 6am to do yoga, I did walking meditations, I did a water meditation, 
I was doing loads of journaling and I was getting really incredible insights about how I wanted my life to look and what I want to create in my life. But then that evening, everything changed. I started throwing up in the night and the next morning, somebody knocked on my door and said, hey, are you okay? So they actually broke their silence and I said, no, please, can you send some for me? I feel really unwell. And nobody came for me, so I managed to drag myself to the reception, which was about a 20-minute walk away. And when I got to the reception, I explained to the receptionist that I think I've had food poisoning on this retreat. And immediately she was like, no, 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 the food is award-winning here. It's your gut that can't handle this food. Just sit down on this bench and we'll make you some porridge. So I did what she said and I sat down on this bench but I actually fell asleep on this bench for about three hours and then when I woke up I just had this massive gut feeling that I had to leave this retreat and really kindly this maid packed up my room for me because I had no energy and they called me a driver and when I got in the car The driver just took me straight to the hospital because he could see how unwell I was. And then when I arrived at the hospital, again, I collapsed and I was just having like my life like flash before my eyes and I had no idea what was happening to me, to be honest. I I honestly thought I could have been dying and they got me on a hospital bed and for the second time they tied me onto a drip and I was in this hospital for around six hours before they finally checked me out. And again, they said it's a bacteria infection. So I checked myself into a hotel that I was familiar with and I got myself back into a room that I'd already stayed in before. And I decided to take the day really slowly, mainly sleep and listen to my body. But in the evening, I just had this feeling that I wanted to go out for food. So I walked around the corner to this restaurant. And then when I arrived at the restaurant, if you remember, (laughs) I said I saw this fit guy on the silent retreat. Well, the same guy came up to me and said, hey, were you just on Bali silent retreat? I remember your face. And I was like, yeah. And he said, well, do you want to join me for dinner tonight? But I understand if you don't want to. And I was like, dude, we have been in silence for the last few days. Like, of course, I want to join you for dinner. And the conversation we had completely reframed my mindset. It was talking about spiritual concepts again, about trusting in the universe. And the biggest thing that came out of this conversation for me was gratitude, because he made me realize that my body's ability to heal so quickly is something that I should be thankful for and the fact that I'm in Bali right now and the fact that I can have this conversation and I just came back home that evening and it just felt like my energy had been topped up again so the reason why I want to share this last part is because you are not stuck in your situation. Literally two nights ago, I thought I was dying and now I genuinely feel like I can get better and I believe that I can get better and I believe that you can get better too. I think what was really interesting is this link between physical and 
emotional burnout because what you were describing was a bit of both like the fact that you'd been really run down from traveling and just been like go 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 and then as a result you actually got really ill and then you experienced this emotional burnout as well and then you met this person who kind of not healed your burnout but like well I don't know what the right word is recovered your energy I guess would you say that yeah I think so because I think it topped up my energy again because I'll be honest with you guys, I was sat in this hospital, I'm solo traveling, and I thought, why am I doing this to myself? Like, I could have just made myself, I should have just, like, made my life easy and just stayed in England and just, like, got a job. But that would be going against my intuition and my gut feeling, and I know that I'm going to grow if I stick this out. So if any of you are at university right now and you're experiencing burnout... The option isn't to quit and that's really difficult to say and I can really feel you guys if that's how you feel right now as well but the option isn't to quit. The reason why I wanted to share the experience with the guy as well because I wanted to just almost prove to you guys that change is possible and it can happen really really quickly like I was so so ill and I'm like you know I was thinking to myself like why is this happening to me again like just meeting somebody that help me to reframe my mindset and just tell me about the importance of gratitude and be grateful that I do have most of my health and that I am able to recover from illness and that my body can get over this because healing is possible and I'm still in the process myself like this only happened to me two days ago and but I'm trying to rebuild my energy and like that's the most important part. And if it's okay, I have a couple of questions just to ask you, like, about your experience. So I was just wondering, so you, you're obviously travelling at the moment. How did you feel experiencing, because, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people have experienced burnout when they're in the comfort of, like, their own home or maybe at uni. But when you're travelling, like, how did you feel experiencing burnout when you're away from home and actually so far away from home? Yeah, it's it's interesting because I think that when you experience burnout, your mind immediately wants to go back to safety and wants to wants you to go back to what you already know. But I'm quite lucky in a sense. My network has exploded going traveling. So the first people that I actually contacted the first time when I experienced burnout was I contacted my driver from Bali and it wasn't for her to pick me up. It was generally just for like, what do I do? So reaching out to people is something that comes quite easily to me. So I think I've sort of learned the hard way that if you are struggling and you do feel really alone, you need to reach out to everyone, mate. Like, honestly, just spread that. You need to spread your suffering. Like, it's just not selfish. So that's that's what I did in that situation was like, I spread it just so I can get if one person can help me in that situation, great, but you need to sort of like spread your chances as much as possible. I think that even though I am alone, I felt connected because I reached out to so many people and then also just the kindness of strangers doesn't cease to surprise me here because the Balinese people are so, so kind. And the first time when my body collapsed, 
it was the hotel manager that really helped me out. And then this time it was a taxi driver that was really, really kind to me. Like I didn't share that he even bought me like coconut water and the fact that he even drove me to the hospital. Like I wouldn't have checked myself into the hospital myself, but he could just see how unwell I was. It's trusting people, I think, is so important in, in these situations. So you're in Bali at the moment and I've heard that people there, like you said, are just so kind and helpful and like willing to help. Would you advise the same thing if you were at uni or would you approach it differently, if that makes sense? Oh, 100%. Like the skills that I've learned now to be able to reach out to people is because I did it at university. Like you can't go through university alone. There's so many, there's so much support around you and people don't know you're suffering unless you let them know. Like I could have sat in that hospital in Bali and I could have just swallowed all my pain and just sat there, you know, genuinely just believed that I was dying in that moment and just carried on that emotion. But I need to shake off that energy. And the only way I can do that is by spreading that load and telling people what I'm experiencing right now as well. Because, you know, if I try to carry this all myself, all I'm going to do is just go onto social media and then compare my life traveling to other people's life traveling or just compare my uni experience to other people's uni experience and that's not going to help me I need to speak to people I need to get these emotions out of my body I need to physically shake them off and if you're a little bit of an extrovert like me but even if you're an introvert you need to speak through your problems you need to share this load you don't need to carry it all yourself I completely agree and I think I can relate to that as well because when I feel burnt out I I do really like to like talk to someone about it. Some people don't really like to talk about their feelings, which I would always encourage people to talk about them. But if you don't want to, you could always like write stuff down. I don't know if you've ever done that, but I find it really helpful just to like write all your emotions down. And yeah, it might just be like another thing you can do. Oh yeah, definitely. I, I do that every single day is that I physically write it down and it's honestly the habits that you do day to day that will help recover your burnout because like I said this has happened to me twice in two weeks and the first time I thought I need to take myself off to a silent retreat to recover you don't need to do that you don't need to like travel miles and miles and go to a retreat and go on holiday to recover from burnout it's what you do day to day and that's what I'm learning the second time round. is that I need to go back to basics and Basics can look completely different to everyone, but for right now, for me, I know Emma, you're really good at keeping a habit of going to the gym, but physical exercise, getting enough sleep, journaling, thinking about what you're grateful for, these are things that we can all do, and those are the things that are going to help me to get better. I, I know it, like, I, I genuinely know, I can feel it in my core. These are the things that are going to top up my energy, and just focusing on the basics first. And then I can start thinking big again and thinking about my goals and my ambitions and what country next or you need to focus on the basics first and get get those really, really solid and, and well again. And then you can start thinking about bigger things you want to achieve and life ambitions and getting an apprenticeship or getting an internship and because that will all come to you. Honestly, that will all come to you. But you need to rebuild your energy right now. Yeah, I completely agree. And I think it's important to note that Shannon and I sort of come from quite a privileged position with this because we know what makes us feel better. But I say this, but like I've had to put in a lot of work and a lot of time um, dedicated to 
myself to work out okay so how do I feel better and when I recognize that I'm about to burn out then I feel very grateful that I've that past me has put in all this work because I know now okay I need to do this this will make me feel better I need to stop doing this and I think if you don't know what makes you feel better and how you can recover from burnout yourself because everyone's different then it's really worth putting in that time and energy now to figure that out because everyone will have their different strategies and you're going to experience burnout at some point in your life so you kind of need to know how to deal with that. Yeah I completely agree and finding those little things that work for you are so so important but I I generally think there are some solid foundations which I think can apply to almost everyone and all of us as well. So the first thing that I suggest is go home or go back to your comfort zone. So go back to where you are familiar and be around people you trust. So I went on this silent retreat and like I said, I've ended back up back at a hotel where I know the people that run the hotel. I'm very familiar with Ubud and this is like the first thing. So go back, if you can, for a few days, go back home or just be around people that you trust again. So that's like the first step. Number two, focus on the small things and take it one step at a time. This isn't the time to go heavy on goals and be smashing out long days. This is the time to just focus on the day as it comes and just focus on getting your energy and your health back. Number three would just be to eat well and just try to have healthy meals. Just go back to the complete basics, three meals a day, try not to skip any meals and if you can cook, if, if you want to order, just be really kind to yourself and just eat nourishing foods again. And four would be to prioritise sleep. And this can be difficult to hear if you experience insomnia or you struggle to sleep at night. But a tip that helps me to sleep every well at night is that when I get into bed... The only question that I ask myself is I say, what does my body need right now? And immediately I might be gripping, I might be clenching my jaw and my body will literally tell me, relax your jaw. Or it'll tell me, I don't know, soften your fingers. Or it'll tell me, go on your side, drink a little bit of water. You will be surprised at the answer your body gives you. And honestly, I I fall asleep every night and I, I suffered with insomnia for years and I've just been doing this for... I don't know, about a year now and I fall asleep every night. So prioritise sleep again because that can throw you off whack. Honestly, you make wacky decisions when you're off, when you haven't had enough sleep. (laughs) And number five would be to call a friend. So like we were saying, the body keeps the score. So if you've experienced burnout and you've experienced quite a lot of stress and anxiety right now, those emotions are getting stored in your body. So you need to release them, you need to voice them, you need to dance, you need to shake, you need to get that energy out of your body because otherwise it's going to store and it's going to cause you back pain or neck pain or you're going to get a clogged up throat. So call someone, speak those emotions, release it from your body. So number six would be don't expect too much. Practice kindness with yourself. So no criticising yourself. If you're not doing that much, that's okay. 
So this isn't about standing in the mirror and doing affirmations unless you want to. This is just being kind to yourself and just knowing that it's okay to slow down. It's okay to not bash out your to-do list because sometimes the most productive thing can be to be unproductive for a while. Number seven would be to wash. Get in the shower. Get a relaxing bath if you can. Like genuinely just whenever I wash or get a shower like it's like it, the water almost cleanses those emotions from you and then you always come out feeling refreshed so if you can just get a shower if you if, if you're allowed to after this podcast or at some point today just wash your hair just take time to like feel nice and fresh again and if you and number eight I think is really important and I touched on it briefly but it's to limit your social media screen time use and don't make comparisons although it's so difficult because if you're experiencing burnout the worst thing that you can do that we all do is to go onto Instagram to go onto Facebook or to just compare yourself and your life situation to somebody else's and it's all fake as well, by the way, guys. Like, literally, I meet all these influencers traveling. It's all bullshit. Like, genuinely, they, they even, like, tell me that it's all bullshit. So don't believe any of it. Don't, don't look at it. Protect your energy. Delete the apps. Literally block that content from your phone. You just, like, the reason why I'm disciplined with my phone is because I've built it into my phone. Like, I don't have Instagram. I block Facebook from my phone. The only way I can access these things is if, if I physically get out my laptop. And it's difficult. It's difficult, but just really just protect your energy during this time. And by protecting your energy, you can rebuild your energy back up. And just a, a really nice quote that I actually got from the silent retreat was that if you want to know the secrets of the universe, think about it in terms of energy and vibration. So right now, do whatever you need to bring your energy back up. If that's spending a bit of time by yourself, if that's spending time with friends, and if it's following these hacks, just get the foundations right again. You will recover from this. I think those tips are perfect. I, I actually couldn't say any better. Um, and the ones that really resonated with me were the take a shower, because there's something about, or a bath, but there's something about just sort of having like the water on you and you can listen to some music and it's just like you by yourself. It's like connecting back with yourself. So I think that's really important. And then the other one is definitely the phone and the screen time. Like if I'm feeling burnt out or on the brink of burnout, that is the first thing that I do is delete those apps, put your phone in a cupboard, turn it off, have like a couple of hours away from it. And it's amazing actually like what it can do so yeah thank you for sharing that shannon thank you for listening to this episode of the mindful student we really hope that you can use these tips that shannon has shared in this episode to prevent or reduce any future burnout so wishing you health and happiness in your small step in self-development this week